0: Well, good evening everyone and welcome to Table Talk, this time done rather remotely, but I hope that it'll be of benefit to you anyway. So we're going to read from Psalm 62, verse 2. The psalmist writes, Hear my cry, O God, attend unto my prayer. From the end of the earth I will cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For thou hast been a shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy. I will abide in thy tabernacle forever. I will trust in the cover of thy wings. Well, some time ago there was an advertisement on television for the Samaritans. It pictured a woman who was obviously in some distress and she'd phoned that organization and she was crying. You've got to help me. I just can't cope anymore. I wonder do you ever feel like that? In Psalm 62, David the Psalmist felt that he was at the ends of the earth. It was certainly the case in a physical sense for he had suffered greatly at the hands of Absalom, his son. Absalom had risen up in rebellion against his father. David's armies had been driven into a barren part of Israel of the tribe of Gad known as Mahanaim. The king's situation was perilous He was in grave danger at this stage in the conflict. He was in very inhospitable conditions. He was far from home, from Jerusalem, where he wanted to be. He was far from the temple and far from the worship of the Lord. David must have felt that he was at the end of his tether, at the very end of the earth, at breaking point. And he sat down before the Lord and he wrote these words. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Do you know, sometimes as Christian believers, we can find ourselves right at the end of our tether, almost at breaking point. Times when it seems that we are at the point of no return. Times when perhaps we've been deserted by our friends and our loved ones. We all reach times like that. So we too must learn to pray as David prayed. And in this short meditation, I simply want to look at that little prayer. From the ends of the earth, I will cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. I want you to see the distress that God's people can suffer from time to time. David's heart was overwhelmed. You see, this world in which we live is indeed the realm of sorrow. It is a dreary wilderness of sin and depression, and we're walking through it. We're not in this world in the sense that we're going to be here forever. We do look forward to heaven and home. But while we're here, we may pass through much tribulation. And certainly there may come times when our hearts are overwhelmed. We can be overwhelmed by the distress of temptation. We read in Scripture of the wiles of the devil, one who is ready with all the fiery darts of hell to try to trip us up in the Christian pathway. We know that he desired to sift Peter. And we know that sometimes he comes in upon the soul like a flood, sometimes suggesting horrid temptations. And he did that even to Christ himself. Distressing temptation can overwhelm our hearts sometimes just the circumstances of life and providence. We all suffer from sadness sometimes. We are disappointed from time to time. We suffer from afflictions and illnesses, and we suffer when people that we trust turn against us. And sometimes we have inward fears. We fear as to our safety. We have doubts regarding our acceptance. Some Christians, if they were honest, even have a fear of death. And when we suffer those distresses, we are assured there is a place that we can go for help. I notice the place of safety that's assured to us. David calls it here the rock which is higher than I. Jesus is that rock. When the Apostle Paul taught the Corinthian Christians about Old Testament Israel, the elect of God, in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, he said they did all drink the same spiritual drink, for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them. That rock was Christ. Those Old Testament saints were looking forward to Christ's coming to the Messiah. We're looking back. Christ was their rock, David's rock, just as he is ours. He is the rock of supplies. In the desert, when the people complained against Moses and complained against God, Moses was instructed to strike a rock. That rock burst open and there poured out a huge amount, a copious amount, of clear, fresh, refreshing water. Water in a dry, thirsty land. Jesus the rock was smitten for us at Calvary. And now we live in the abundance of his provision. He's the high and lifted up rock. When we come to him, surely we're in an elevated position. We're lifted up on our souls where we can behold his glory, where life and immortality are brought within grasp of us. He is the lifted up rock and we are lifted up in him. And yet he's a shadowing rock. In him we are sheltered from the present condemnation and from the future wrath and from the hands of our enemies. He's the rock who overshadows us. The hymn writer says, He hideth my soul in the cleft of the rock. And that's what Jesus does for each one of us. He is the place of safety. And he's our foundation rock, of course. He is the cornerstone that those builders of Israel have rejected. He is our foundation stone. And our salvation rests on him and on him alone. But not only is there the reality of stress and difficulty in this life for the Christian, and not only is there the assurance of a place of safety in the Lord Jesus, but we also learn here from David that there is a prayer that we should pray in difficult times. David prayed, lead me to the rock. I think that prayer indicates a conscious understanding of our own insufficiency. We're aware that we are weak and helpless on our own. Back in the 1970s, my old boss sat in an office and above his desk was a framed print. It was just words on it, not a photograph. And the words said, When the going gets tough, the tough get going. But you know, that's not true. Sometimes when the going gets tough, there's simply nothing we can do about it because of our own insufficiency and helplessness. We're powerless in the face of events. But with Christ, we are more than all the armies that surround us. In him, we are more than conquerors. The Lord must lead us. Lead me to the rock. Let's have confidence in the all-sufficiency of Jesus. He is higher than I. What a true statement David made there. He is the rock that is higher than I. Everything about him is higher than me. His knowledge is higher. His power is greater. His goodness is immeasurable. He cannot change and he cannot fail and he cannot be overcome. And he's with us in every situation. That prayer that we pray lead me to the rock that is higher than I, expresses an earnest desire to experience our relationship with Christ in every single situation. Lead me to it. Let me know that my saving interest in Him is secure. Let me know of His love for me. Let us pray that prayer too. Let us pray it in times of distress. Let us pray it when life becomes burdensome. Maybe you're going through a time just like that at this moment in time. Maybe you're going through a time of great distress or suffering. Maybe you're unsure about the future. Where are you going to turn? David knew, lead me to the rock. Lead me to Jesus. To the rock that is higher than I. Let's pray. Father, we think of those who, at this time, are going through times of difficulty and times of distress. And we pray, Lord, for them. And we ask, Lord, that in those times we may learn to turn to Christ. We may learn to cast our burden upon the Lord, knowing that he shall sustain us. Be with us in every situation and help us to trust you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode of the podcast, Please help to make it better known by opening the podcast app on your phone or mobile device. Then, search for The Semper Reformata Podcast. Subscribe and give it a 5-star rating. See you next time.